Thanks for downloading Smythe Automotive Sockets and Cylinders. I'm B105 Stab Man from the radio here in Cincinnati with my pal Andrew Rosen. And, well, he's not here right now because he's busy having a baby. So as we're waiting for the baby's arrival, I figured I'd track down the original owner of my 1971 Mustang convertible. Well, I found him. And I got my brother Thomas here with me, and we're going to call him up. Let me just tell you my story of how I acquired it, and then we'll go back in time. How's that sound? But one of my first cars was a Mustang, a 95, white with blue flames. I loved her. She was my hot rod. I got her when I was 21. And then babies came along, and I ended up garage parking it. It sat for a long time. You can't fit two car seats in the back of a Mustang. You know that. No. Family comes first. No. So <laughs> we ended up uh, selling it, and then I got a Ford Ranger, and we got a family car, and now I'm in a Buick. And uh, anyway, so later down the road, my girls are coming of age and uh, i want to get a car to work on with them plus we're we're doing a podcast now talking about cars and i wanted a car to work on and instead of just talking the talk actually have something to work on you know right so i looked on craigslist for mustangs for quite a while and that's when i came across this 1971 red mustang convertible for two grand that's great because when i went to go look at it because a friend of mine told me he found it about six months ago they wanted 2800 for it Oh, really? Yeah. It, you could tell that it had been erased a zero or the eight and turned into a zero. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, cross the river. I'll hop on the ferry. Go check it out. So I went over there and I fell in love with it. I could see inside of it, there's a bunch of parts, and I ended up getting the car. As I'm going through it, I'm, I'm finding all sorts of different things, and I'm just wondering, you know, it looks like somebody put a lot of love into, into this car, and then, it just, point, and then it just sat for a long time. $3,000 into it. Holy cow! Wow. So, tell us, where did it come into your life? Uh, well, I was in the military at the time, Air Force, and uh, before my main duty station, I told them I'm going to fly to Indiana and drive from Indiana to Virginia. And I didn't have a car at the time. And I was oh. I had 30 days leave to find it. Oh, wow. I found it in a barn. It was under oh. a bunch of hay. Really? I bought it from a farmer. And what year do you think that was? That was 1992. So you find this car in a barn, and you offer the farmer how much? Uh, I believe I gave him 2500 for the car. Oh, well. And what kind of condition was and it in when it you was, found it? It was in great condition. Well, not great. I mean, the paint was faded. There was, there was a little rust on the passenger side top fender, and uh, the top was worn. The back window was ripped. Uh, there was no rust on the back at all. Uh, the inside, there was rust on the other motor mounts. And all I had to do was throw another battery in it, and it fired right up. Oh, wow. Sweet. Well, because it's a 1971, as we all know, it doesn't take today's type of gas. Yeah. It took the leaded. And finally, when it got to Virginia, it's all it could do. The, The valves were all potted. From really? the gasoline, so wow. It died. So was that the original 302 engine in it, or that is a 302 T-type motor? The reason it's a T-type is because the water ports are in a triangle shape; they are not square. This was a prototype motor. Really? I had that motor when I rebuilt it, bored it 40 over, I put an oversized cam in it, wow. uh, poured and polished the heads, three-angle valve job. I went through seven transmissions in that thing. Holy cow! You wow, serious? you just kept twisting them out. Well, the rear end was built for high. The motor was built for low. 
Wow. Uh, when I got that thing together, uh, I, I sanded the inside, painted the whole engine compartment, and I know it's my motor. I looked at it when I went to go see it with my friend. That's my car. Oh, my anyway, gosh. Anyway, as soon as I put it together, I got about maybe 200 miles on it. I said, okay, it's broken in good. And I put a Hearst ratcheting shifter in it. Yes. So I went down to Virginia Beach on one of the main drags. No vehicles there. I just ratcheted down the drive. I did not line lock it. All I had was my foot on the brake. I let go of the brake, <laughs> and I slammed the gas. And I'm squealing in first, second, third gear. Oh, man. It had the power. And I went through two sets of interior. I cut the black top. Uh, that black top was about $1,200. The electric top always worked. Never had a problem with the electric top. So it wasn't a surprise to me when you guys turned it on. Well, yeah, of course the top will work. Yeah, yeah. it works great. It's still <laughs> holding all the hydraulic you, fluid. Right. And I can tell you a little bit of story about the damage on the driver's side fender. Oh, I'm very know. curious about that because yeah. there's a few dings here and there. And I was wondering well, how much was from moving it around and how much was from when it was alive and on the road. Yeah, that car actually been on up on two wheels at one point. <laughs> sweet. I hit the median wall and I went up on two wheels. Not sweet. Oh, wow. Anyway. That's not what caused the damage on that rear fender. I'm driving down the road about 70 miles an hour on the freeway, and I just casually look to my left side, and I see this tire roll right by me. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, I wonder who's the asshole who lost the tire. Three <laughs> seconds later, I'm going, riding on the drum. Oh, my god! Riding gosh. on the drum. Wow. So that's why I had to replace the driver's seat. Because <laughs> it got soiled after that. Wow. So, And that's why the uh, front drum brakes have been totally rebuilt is because yeah. after that wreck. It was quite the surprise because we got finally got it up on a lift and got the wheels off. And I thought I was going to have to convert the front brakes over to disc because the drums were going to be totally shot. And when we got the rims off, we're like, well... This is a pleasant surprise. These are brand new springs in here. The shoes yep. look great. And you did that work to it. Yeah, that car was actually equipped with AC, and it had the AC unit in it, but I ripped it out. Oh, I was wondering really? about that. I removed it's it. It's gone. I mean, it's a convertible. What do you need AC for? That, exactly. <laughs> there's there's enough holes in the floor right now. I figure there's yeah, enough. Yeah, we yeah, we like, got airflow. Uh, Tex Avery cartoon. You hit a friend, and you look down at the floor to see if he was a friend of yours or not. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so did, are you the one that did the work on the floor pans also? Because yeah. I noticed yes. there must have been some sort of water damage maybe from when it was in the barn that the floors yeah. rotted out and as a convertible that's kind of a you know yeah. expected and thing. i was having a very hard time finding factory replacement pans so i was making do with what i had on the military base so you were working on this car in like a military well, base was, parking yeah, lot yeah, i had it, had it i was working on it while it was in the garage in the military on base we had a ba we had a garage on base can i ask you what did you do to serve our country what what did you do in yeah, the military uh, air force so i worked on f-15s really jet engines yeah Oh my gosh! I had an I had one of those on a poster on my bedroom wall growing yeah. up, man. Thank you, man, for your service. First of all, because uh, that's pretty awesome. What years did you serve? Uh, Nineteen ninety-two to two thousand. Oh, oh really? Wow! So you were in the same time that our brother Eric was in the Marines. I know he went to Kosovo and he did. Oh, I was DUI a lot myself. Really? Wow. Yeah, in fact, I uh, upset an ex-girlfriend at the time when I went TDY for three months. <laughs> I come back. She's there in the parking lot waiting for me, and so is my car. And I rush over, drop my bag, my arms wide open. I go right by her and put my arms around the car. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I get it. I totally get it. Yes, I love just that car that you have. Uh, I cried when I sold it. Wow. Um, why'd, why'd you sell it? Yeah, what, what was, was the reason? Because of a woman. The car put me so far in 
debt, I had to file bankruptcy, and I'd sooner sell it than have somebody come and repo it. Yeah, uh, it makes sense. Uh, good choice. Well, well, he had uh, bought it from the guy who bought it from somebody else, and he wasn't sure what all had been done to the engine. We had seen different uh, Hearst, Hearst shifter, but it wasn't yeah. connected to the floor. We saw that it had a bigger it- carb on it than it needed. Yeah. And we were kind of like, why does this little yeah, 302 need such a big power valve? So I put a metal brock on it. Yeah. Yeah. We just rebuilt that. One of the problems we found with it was a uh, pinhole in one of the floater valves. Or one of the, yeah, one of the floats uh, was sunk oh. because it had a, a pinhole in it. I've never seen that on a brass float before. Just it's a really random. Weird. Yeah. So we fixed that up and rebuilt the carb and was oh, she's happy. Oh, there yeah, is she was really happy. story you should know about this vehicle. Oh, I'd love to hear it. After I rebuilt the motor and put I mean, zero miles on it, we uh, put the oil in, and then I put, at the time, Duralube, when Duralube was good. We yeah, way before Duralube Lucas in. was around. Yeah. So we ran about maybe, I don't know, half hour, hour with the Duralube in it, and then shut it off, and I came back the next day, and I decided to take it out on the road. Okay. Well, I'm just driving regular, nothing special, and I'm looking at my uh, temperature gauge and my oil pressure gauge, and my oil pressure gauge was reading zero. I'm going, what the hell? <laughs> but my temperature was still only 180. So I rev it up. I pop it in neutral as I'm driving down the road, and I just pop it in neutral and rev it up. Oil pressure does not change. I'm going, oh, great. So I pull over. Mm. I get out, get my dipstick, bone dry. Whoa, where did it go? <laughs> no tapping. The temperature is at 180 degrees. Apparently, one of the guys that was helping me with the vehicle forgot to tighten down the damn oil drain plug on the oh. oil pan. Oh. <laughs> but... Duralube saved that motor. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. So uh, the cars behind you got quite the uh, spray on their windshield as you went down the road? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Well, what other, because there's quite a few dings and dents. What else have you done in it? Because it looks like it's been on some hot rodding trips. Well, like I said, uh, it was the wheel that came off on the freeway, and then I was getting onto the entrance ramp, and I hit a seawall on the side, only the tires, but it was enough to knock me up on two wheels. (laughs) Yeah. So I went down about 50, 100 feet just on two wheels alone in the air. Uh, Oh, yeah, and somebody ran me off the road in Virginia and broke the A-frame. Oh. Had them re-weld the A-frame back on the front. Really? Holy cow. Because I, I, I'd, being underneath it, I, I noticed that it, it had been redone at one point in time. Mm-hmm. So Ed, who did you sell it to when you were done with it? I sold it to some manager that was working at Waffle House in Harrison. I love Waffle House in Harrison. I go there all the time. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Harrison's my hometown. That's where I live. Really? Oh, small world. This is so fun. And he took ownership, and then you just kind of didn't want to know what happened next? No, because like I said, I, I literally was crying when he drove it out of the driveway. Yeah. Oh, and he probably had a big old smile on his face, didn't he? Yeah, well, and then when my friend last, uh, just a few months ago said, I found your car, I said, you probably found a car that looks like mine. And he said, no, I found your car. It's just outside of Cleveland Oven. But all right, let's go look at it. We go look at it, and I feel goosebumps. It was my car. Because the door, the hinge, the driver's side door, yeah. there's a trick to it. you got to pick it up and close it. You can't just close it. It used to. We actually oh, fixed, that. fixed that. Yeah, yeah, I got the pin. <laughs> uh, it just needs some more love. you know. So we went through the whole wiring system. Oh, my gosh. When I got it, the taillights were all in a ball, a wire ball, in one of the 
corner compartments of the trunk. So we had to sort that out, rewire the taillights, and uh, just moving it from Ohio to Kentucky, I've got to prove it's roadworthy. And all the lights have to work, the horn has to work, mechanically it's got to be sound, and the sheriff's coming into the house to inspect it. So we got to, you know, do it right. So we've gone through all the lights. It actually has LED front headlights now. Yeah. They're really bright. What else have we done? I had to get the wiring harness for the steering column because the turn signal, it, it wouldn't stay down when you yeah. hit the left side. Yeah, the lock was busted on. And then there's just wiring problems throughout the dash. And we've had to just chase down a bunch of ghosts. Uh, we still have a few things to go through. For the most part, we, we fa- I, I think we found most of the gremlins. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a full overhaul was what it needed. The sad part is it's got the rust cancer. Yeah. And that's uh, yeah. the hardest and part. And that had that, I noticed when I went to go see it this year, when my friend found it, I said, oh my God. I, that brought me to tears because I thought when I sold it, the guy I would take care of it and pick up where I left off. Yeah. No, this guy let this thing go to pot. Yeah, it, it sat outside I never somewhere. never had that much rust. I had no rust on the rear. I had no. I had one spot on the top fender, and that was it. So what color was it when you had it? Was it's it the original color. The, the red? The Do you know the, the name? It's is so is... faded from the sun, yes. It is I almost an the orange. Military, they called it the pumpkin mobile. I can't wait to get it on the road and bring it back to life. There's so much of you still in it. I just can't wait to bring it back to the glory that you once had it at, man. Because of the interior, that's the third set, and that's why you've got extra seats, because I, I bought extra interior for that vehicle. The black and red. Hopefully the dash is still in great shape, because that was the biggest thing for most vehicles of that year was a cracked dash. It, it's actually in good shape still. It, it's kind of misformed in the, in the corners. The this center is- console's gone, though. Yeah. yeah, and the floor, console. the carpet's all gone. There's nothing on on the floor, which is kind of sad. But that's for me to fix. You know, uh, all down the road. First, we wanted to get it running and driving. I want to enjoy it. Oh, and I have yeah. a funny story for you for the winter time on that vehicle. Oh, I'd love to hear it. We plan on driving it throughout the winter. Uh, I'll tell you our <laughs> ambitions with it. Uh, but go ahead. So, what winter driving in the Mustang? Yes, I what's was, that like? It was my last day. I'm done with the military. I'm driving home. Well, this is December seventeenth. And I'm driving through the mountains. It's snowy and it's cold, and my heater goes out in that car. (laughs) So I got myself wrapped up in a blanket, no carpet on the floor, just just, just the floor pans, breathing heavy on the windshield, reaching around outside to scrape the windshield, and I finally give up (laughs) with no heat. For some reason, the heater went out in the the car. So you're in Virginia mountains, and you gave up. (laughs) Yeah, I pulled over, we got in the mountains, and I had my dad come and get the trailer. Uh, Once yeah. I got it home, I started working on it some more, and unfortunately, I met an ex-girlfriend. Man, so it, it uh, looked like it. There, it, it's had a lot of different Bondo patches and work done. Was that done I before never you? Did any body work to it? I never got that far. I was still working on the mechanics of it. Okay. I didn't have a second vehicle because, unfortunately, that was my only vehicle to drive. Really? So you you daily drove that? Oh yes. Yes, that was my only vehicle to drive. If I had a second vehicle, that thing would have been parked, and I would have been working on it like you're doing. Awesome. Well, life gets in the way, and I, I totally get it. I, I tell you this, though. We, we've we got really high ambition for it. We uh, last year did a lemons rally is what they call it. It's, it's a road rally race that goes from Pennsylvania all the way for four days down to Alabama, and we took a uh, F-150 truck that my brother Tom found in a field, yeah. and we got that running, and we got it to uh, – 
mechanically sound enough to drive it 3,000 miles in uh, four days. Yeah. And that's what we plan on doing with this Mustang is uh, we want to get it mechanically sound and sure enough that we'll be confident when we're driving this this long uh, road trip. And I tell you what, I'm so looking forward to it because uh, this car, I, I, we've only drove it for a little bit, but it, it wants to drive. I mean, there's something. Yeah. It still has soul in it. Oh, yeah, I know. The, the suspension still seems good on it. Like The, the one thing we noticed is like hitting the brakes, it would pull real hard. We just need to bleed the brakes out. Just little things here and there, and it should be set. Yeah. So what what would you hope for us to do to it? If you, if you wanted us to, to follow through with the dream that you had for this car, what would you like to see happen? Turn it from an automatic to a stick shift. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. That's one thing when I had my original Mustang back in the day. It was a 95. It was an automatic. And that was the one thing I wanted to do to it. Now, years later, here I am in the same situation. But you put that Hurst shifter in it, and that Hurst shifter is really nice. Well, it, when I looked at it, unless they put it in the trunk or something, because I just opened up the door, it looked like the transmission was missing. No. But the, the trans was in there. Um, they just had the cable just, like, laying on the oh. floor. There was, there was four different shifters. <laughs> Yeah. Sitting on the inside of it, there was a uh, a column I shift. Heard, I put a Hurst ratcheting shifter in it when I that the last time that I had it. It had a Hurst. Ra- I put a Hurst ratcheting shifter, and, and we found it in the trunk of the car. Yep, and I put it back in. And then uh, well, something else I wanted to do, and I never could find the hood. I wanted the Ram Air scoops from the mock. Oh, the hood. Yes, we've talked about that too, and yeah. then put that airfoil on the front of it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I got the same ambition, man. But you know, we, in time, I, I think it, it's it's reached that age and that point where there's there's so much rust in the body that you can't just replace a panel here or there. It, it, it would no, need yeah, the frame so has, much yeah, restoration. And now that I hear how much work you've done to the engine and stuff, I got a second guess yeah. everything. Maybe, it may, you know, maybe it is worth taking panels off and, you know, finding yeah, another one to body swap. got balls. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, uh, after rebuilding the car, just this last weekend, we got to take it for his first road drive, which is only I can't remember what size, but that cam is oversized cam. I can't remember what size I put in, but I definitely put an oversized cam in it when I bored it 40 over. Awesome. Well, this is this has just been a pleasant surprise after pleasant surprise. Uh, hopefully yeah. one day when I get it mechanically sound and legally roadworthy, we, we could get together and maybe uh, we'll go for a cruise or something. You can live some old memories there. Oh, yeah, that's got to happen. Yeah. My, my idea was to do what you guys are doing. It's just it's kind of hard to do when it's a daily driver. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got lucky, and I found it at a good price. And uh, with Smythe Automotive, they, they're they're helping find everything we need for it because uh, top to bottom. But it's been such a pleasure. We found little things here and there where we were like, somebody really loved this car. Somebody put some extra time into doing this. It's got a bigger carb on it for a reason, but we don't know why. Yeah. And now after talking to you, we know why and i i am so excited more than ever so much more motivated to get this thing going and dude we're gonna go out and have some beers does that sound good that sounds great that all right good. right on well it, it has been a joy thank you so much for uh telling us the story of how you found it i'm sure you got better things to do but no uh, i'm just sitting at work <laughs> <laughs> you're getting paid all right, right. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's awesome well man we will uh chat again in the future once i get it running we'll have a beer and uh you know we'll update oh yeah we're, we're going out in the future that sounds good all right thank you you too hey see you around for Andrew Rosen, I'm Statman. Thanks so much for downloading Sockets and Cylinders from Smythe Automotive.